0: On Thursday, April 11th, the Trotter Multicultural Center officially opened its doors to the university community. Loud music was being played.
1: I'm Jason Young. I'm the general manager at WCBN and I'm a senior.
2: yeah we're doing world music um, and again each each DJ up here we have three of us today so myself DJ Heans is here um, and again each of us is doing a, a different different kind of
0: um,
1: I take different take on world music
0: foods from all over the globe are being served and alumni who were instrumental in urging administrators to construct the building were at the ribbon cutting
3: I think the opening is coming at a really good time for the university and for the community, especially for black students and other students of color, um, because this is a kind of a weird time with the, the things that we're trying to accomplish in terms of DEI. And I feel like the university is coming to a place where it's kind of understanding some of the harms that students of color experience when they feel like they are not seen, like they're not heard, like they don't have a space.
0: Earlier on Wednesday, students from various multicultural student orgs walked from the original Trotter Building on Washtenaw Avenue to the new building on State Street, memorializing the move to Central Campus. Student leaders gave speeches before the walk began.
4: Hi, my name is Dahlia Harris. I am one of the project coordinators for La Casa, and I was part of the committee
5: that um, was for the opening of Trotter. This new Trotter,
3: the fact that like we're getting it, means that so many new memories are gonna be made. And like,
5: I, I'm just so excited because not only is it a space for our community, but it's a space for all of our like marginalized communities, and like, not separately, but
4: together.
0: While many festivities have taken place in the past few days, the history of the Trotter Multicultural Centers is steeped in activism, and is much more than just a building. The Trotter House was founded on November 15th of 1971 as a black student cultural center. This was organized by the Black Action Movement, or BAM. BAM had three major protests where they issued demands to the university. The first followed the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. in 1968. BAM closed the university for 18 days and demanded that By the 1973-1974 to school year, African-American students would make up 10% of the student body. They also demanded that a black student cultural center be made. This was the first Trotter House. It was originally located on South University and East University Street. They offered art workshops, sociology and psych classes, orientation for new students, counseling, and social events. The second protest took place in 1975. These protests resulted after the original demand of the 10% admittance rate of African-American students was not met. BAM presented 20 more demands to the university, including but not limited to the reinstatement of a nursing school student who was unfairly expelled, the establishment of an Asian-American advocate, the establishment of a Chicano cultural center, and that the job appointment of the Native American advocate be raised from half-time to full-time. The original house was damaged by a fire in 1981, so the house moved to Washtenaw Avenue. But the new Trotter became a student multicultural center after years of growth. The third BAM protest took place in 1987, following racist flyers that were distributed on campus. Racist jokes were on the student-run radio, and there was an inappropriate response by the university following the fight. African-American student enrollment was still not at the demanded 10%. From these demands, the university decided to provide the Black Student Union with an independent annual budget. In late 2013, members of BSU, or Black Student Union, popularized the hashtag, hashtag BBUM, or Being Black at the University of Michigan. This prompted a campus-wide movement to increase equity in admissions, resources, and student opportunities, as well as offering a space for black students to share their experiences on campus. One of their demands was to bring the Trotter Multicultural Center closer to central campus. The Daily Weekly was at the open house for the Trotter Multicultural Center, and we gathered an array of memories, experiences, opinions, thoughts, and emotions about the opening of the new building.
6: My name is Grace Sims and I am a 2014 graduate of U of M. Um, My major was sociology. Or even like the events that they did in the summer like right when school first started. So like they would have the SIBS kickoff. So the SIBS program is an organization on campus that pairs up um, like a not underclassmen, but like freshmen and sophomores right. mm-hmm. with juniors and seniors. And so I was a SIB kid and then I became a SIB mm-hmm. once I became a junior. And so the SIBs' kickoff are always at Trotter. So it was barbecues and just yep. fun and like yeah. getting the new students acclimated to campus and giving them a support system early on. Yeah. So, like I said, like Trotter. We always made it happen at Trotter. Yeah, it was it was it was was what we had, Mm -hmm. and we always made it work.
1: And my name is Dan Green. I graduated in 2014 with my bachelor's in organizational studies, and got my master's of social work in 2016. Well, I always I love when they would do the 72-hour study. Yeah, Um, I feel like. That was a space where I was able to see a lot of friends, like mm. study breaks, playing spades with friends. Yeah. At the end of the term, after like a, a tumultuous semester, whatever <laughs> may have happened, like it was kind of like, a, like all right, the semester's almost over. Yeah. Uh, so I, that's one thing I really remember. So I hope that's something that continues with New Trotter because yeah, I right. think that's something that is like a celebration of the end of the, of the school year. And you know, free food is nice, mm-hmm. so I always like that.
4: Hi, my name is Cece Nash, and I am currently at the Ross School of Business in the Development and Alumni Engagement Office. Um, just started there, and just left the President's Office, working there for seven years. So happy to be here. But um, I remember um, in my new coming to to the university 15 years ago. I just remember seeing this building off Washtenaw and wondered what it was. And I saw the name of it, but I never understood where it was. And so my the biggest thing that I am happy about is that it is, is now on Central Campus. I mean, for everyone to see, for everyone to uh, you know acknowledge and say, hey, what is that, and they walk in, as opposed to driving down Washington and all, and you're like, well, I can't stop. There's nowhere for me to park, or something like that. So, being on Central Campus definitely, um, adds on to the initiative for the diversity, equity, and inclusion inclusion initiative that the president has. So I'm very grateful for that.
1: Hi everyone, my name is Solomon. I am a sophomore here at Michigan with a major in communications through LSNA. Well, to me, charter gives us African American students a place to convene. I know this year we've been kind of divided this year because we usually used to meet in the union and that was torn down. So now this year we had really nowhere to like meet up and meet each other. So I think this gives us the opportunity to come together and fellowship. So I'm super excited for it. There are so many meeting rooms here. So it's not, so like in the dorm dormitories, there's one lounge for students. So that's kind of limits the amount of people who can actually come and participate in the lounge. But here there are so many rooms and it's so many places where people can meet. So a lot of people could come here. I'm just, it's so beautiful.
4: Hi,
5: my name is Lydia Mensah. I'm a fourth year PhD student in Materials science and engineering. Honestly, the part that I think will foster the most community is the foot wash station on the first floor. Um, I think it's very culturally relevant as well as inclusive to include something like that so that when students come in to pray they can do it fully in the way they feel comfortable to. So that really touched me being able to see that wow from a small detail of just having a foot bath station in a bathroom next to the reflection rooms was really mindful and well thought out.
2: Uh, My name is Connor Singh Vanderbeek. I'm a third year PhD in ethnomusicology. I think that Central Campus represents a lot of diversity. Uh, I mean, I am in ethnomusicology, which is the study of musics around the world, but I also work a lot in South Asian Studies. And I know from that department being situated largely in Thayer that there's a lot of languages that are represented. There are a lot of area studies and minority cultures. and. Lots of diversity represented in the departments at this school, and to have Trotter so close to all of that is a pretty great
4: thing. Cool. My name is Erson Ramirez and I'm a first year MPP student at a uh, at here at Ford School. So uh, yeah, I had a great time here so far. Amazing food. Um, just really welcoming people, so that really made made it even better. so. Yeah, they're, they're, I don't know what what uh, room it is, but like, there's just there's a wall full of quotes, and uh, so I think one of them said, uh, "The world is waiting to hear from you," and I was just like, "Wow, that's that's really deep," you know, especially for someone who's like, I mean, I'm a first generation, so like, it's it's hard for us to sometimes speak up and like really speak our mind. So having like this positive environment and very encouraging environment is really good.
7: Sure. My name is Julie Singh. I'm also a first-year MPP student at the Ford School of Public Policy. I think it's a good starting point as far as um, creating a space where you know students can you know engage in activities, have um, meetings, and just kind of have a place to like meet and 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 discuss each other's backgrounds. Um, but I think there's a, you know a lot more that needs to be done. But this is a great you know starting point. I think. I think there just um, needs to be more focus on campus climate and the interaction between students, but not just students, but between students and faculty as well. Um, so I think just starting to have those conversations in, in different spaces on campus, not just here, would be a good beginning. Great. Thank
2: you so much yeah. um, My name is Tyrell Collier. I am uh, an alumnus of the university. I was. Um, I graduated in 2014. I was a speaker of the Black Student Union for a couple of years, one of which was when we started the BBM um, campaign and demands, and which has brought us to this day. Among all of our other demands, um, for a institution that says they value diversity as much as the university has said they do, um, it was just it it was ironic that our your center uh your multicultural center which has been historically a safe haven a safe space and a sanctuary for people of color particularly black students of color um for that center to be not centrally located off campus um and on fraternity row Um, and so this wasn't something that we thought of ourselves like i said this is something that's been you know that folks have been asking for for a long time, but it just makes sense that um, if diversity is a pillar of your institution, that diversity be at the forefront. That uh, you know, m- multicultural be at the fo- at the forefront and at the center of the university. And so, um, and you know, just like the 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 um, on a on a general level, the facility that um, precedes this one is is not you know is not suitable for today's needs right it it, at the time it needed it needed upgrades um it wasn't large enough this is like nearly twice the size of the facility that's on washington and so um it just made sense they have made movement on i think every one of the demands maybe not to the extent that we have uh that we originally requested or demanded i should say um in the beginning but there has been movement on each on each of them we have there is a um more money coming into black student organizations there's obviously obviously a multicultural facility um but the one thing that we still need to get a a grip on is black student enrollment. And, um, that was a demand specifically because my class, I came in, in 2010 and I graduated 2014. Um, in 2010, that was the first freshman class that enrolled after, um, the state of Michigan outlawed affirmative action. So that was like the, I was the first class. And so by the time I was a senior, this was the first full years that of enrollment since, of enrollment data since um, affirmative action was outlawed. And one of the things that propelled us to do, to start the work that we did was that a report came out in 2004, early 2013, I should say, that in the years since affirmative action, um, which was like three or four years at the time, um, black student enrollment had dipped 30 percent now 30 a 30 percent dip is a visible dip in the amount of black faces you see on campus every day um and so that was one of the things that propelled us to even start bbum or anything um that year and there still needs there still is a lot of work that needs to be done there um and so i would say this is like this is this this was a great this has been a great day seeing this Come to fruition. This new tent—I think it's a ten million dollar facility. Um, you know, even when the announcement was made, it was like still unbelievable. It's still kind of un- unbelievable now. So uh, we're doing great on this. You know, we're doing great on a few other things, but enrol i think it starts and ends with enrollment. Because um, if there are not any black faces here, then what is the point of this shiny new building? You know.
3: Uh, my name is Brittany Williams. I am a 2016 LSA grad and a 2017 School of Social Work grad and at this time I am a social worker. I think the opening is coming at a really good time for the university and for the community, especially for black students and other students of color, um, because this is a kind of a weird time with the things that we're trying to accomplish in terms of DEI, and I feel like the university is coming to a place where it's kind of understanding some of the harms that students of color experience when they feel like they are not seen, like they're not heard, like they don't have a space. And so pouring this kind of investment into a space like this and opening up a space like this um, during that kind of time for students um, I think is important. I think one of the things that I worry about with the opening is that this space means so much to me. and means so much to black students in particular because the black action movements fought to establish Trotter. Um, And the Black Student Union in particular has been integral um, in creating this space. And I feel as if it will be proverbially gentrified in some ways. Um, Even one of the first things I noticed this morning when I went To see Tyrell and some of the other folks speak on the panel was that a lot of the students who broke their backs to make this happen didn't have seats reserved for them, um, including the current speaker and vice speaker of the black student union. They were standing in the back of the room when they have been on the front lines to make Trotter happen. They had to push through the crowd to even be included in the ribbon cutting ceremony. And to me, as an alum in general, as a black alum, and also as a BSU alum, that was really disheartening. And in some ways, I feel it's unacceptable. So I think there needs to be more intentionality around what Trotter is supposed to mean, why it was established, so that as it moves forward, the people who made it come to be aren't lost. On the optimistic side though, what it means to me as an alum is that we have finally been heard in the way that we've been asking to be heard, um, in particular the black community at U of M. And even though some people forget this, like it started with the first black action movement, which was 1970. So to see the culmination of nearly 50 years of work um, just was too much for my heart. <laughs> and there were moments where I just started
7: crying. Hi, I'm Amira Saloom. I'm a freshman studying communications. As a student who identifies both as black and Arab, I think it's very nice to have a place where I could feel welcome on campus. So yeah. Hi, my name is Christina Gaitinko. I am currently a sophomore in the school of LSA. um, And I am the incoming co-chair for the United Asian American Organizations. Um, I'm also a part of Yoniki Bot Michigan in Color. Um, among other things, as well as the past cultural chair for the Filipino American Student Association. Um, and I was also a part of the Trotter Planning committee that put on all these events for opening week. So so for me, like I know right now, it's this is this moment is very emotional for me. Um, just to see kind of all the hard work that we've the Trotter committee has put in like this semester, but also knowing the amount of work, I was talking to Tyrell earlier I was talking to him like how how did you keep pushing you know when you know stu- being a student is very hard you know you have to balance classes you have to balance like living you have to balance your mental health your physical health your class schedule among like your student orgs and responsibilities and sometimes it can be very defeating sometimes because you're you feel like is this work worth it is it making an impact on people is it helping people you know and just like being here in this moment in this place just reminds me of like how much it is worth it, how much that there's still so much change and hope um, to be to be had you know um especially like this is only the beginning point you know this is this is I feel the change happening and it's it's really empowering for me. Um, and I hope that this is like a starting conversation. Um, for so many different orgs on campus, I know that we've worked really hard together this past semester, putting on different events such as Beyond Black and White, um, in conjunction with the Black Student Union, Arab Student Association, La Casa, um, among other ones. So it's it's really it's really rewarding to see all of our hard work and passion to have our voices heard. You know, have this space that we, that we do belong here. We we are so tired of being at the edge of policies or regulations or needs that, that, you know, aren't met because students of color are here. You know, we make up so much of this campus and it's, we do belong, We d- we should be allowed to have a voice. We should be allowed to have a space here. So it's, so many different emotions for me right now. Yeah. So I think it's very important for people to be very mindful of this space, um, and because this space was very planned intentionally, um, intentionally and mindfully of all different backgrounds. You know, there's the foot washing stations for for um, people who identify with the Muslim religion. There's um, the Senkofu Lounge for the Black Student Union. Act. Obviously, there's these aren't you know the extensive list, but there's there's so many like in, intricate little details that went along in the planning process um, that it it is intentional, and I think it's very 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 important for us and as students to recognize and be mindful of this space. Like you know, it's not going to be the next union. This is not this is not for you know. All the Greek life orgs to have events is not for like all the like biggest student orgs on campus to have events this is for this is for students of color this is for marginalized groups that you know don't have a voice on campus this is their this is for them this is their space and we should be very very mindful going forward about how we use this space because we have to remember so much of the struggles that went into getting here where we are now
6: rihanna anderson graduated 2006 current faculty in school of public health so i think to in kimka's point having I, i missed the middle years of that advocacy that you're referring to that would get trotter here so to just come back and this being my first year on faculty and seeing this space here is really i think quite indicative of that promise that the university has um been asked to make and has made. and I you know, being afar, but seeing the bebum um, Twitter campaign and like really trying to pour into them and say, here are some of the demands that we had, and here's how we did it and trying to strategize across. Um, seas and countries just to to ensure that the legacy of advocacy and and activism lives on is something that I'm seeing um, I think born out of this space. Being here seeing the types of students that I have in my classroom Um, certainly to your your question, what's really interesting to me, I went to a diversity event in October of this year and had to laugh to myself because I've gone now to six different institutions, um, whether that be um, as staff faculty trainee and Michigan by far listens to the students the most like and we were here trying to burn stuff down trying to shut stuff down and I'm still of that ilk like I really think you should still advocate and get your needs met and and speak up as a student so I'm certainly not saying not to do that but I'm also aware that Michigan of any institution I've I've been is receptive and listening and saying how can we how can we walk what we're talking? How can we, that diversity word that has been on the brochures for decades now, like how do we actually live that out? So that's something that I saw coming back as a faculty member that as a student, I I couldn't quite conceptualize. And I think just coming out of Detroit or out of my high school experience, it was like, we want more of this. Um, and didn't see it immediately, but as coming back and seeing what other institutions like really fail at, like really don't understand, really don't do well at, I think Michigan is is
5: um, living up to it, and I'm really proud to be faculty here for that reason. In Kemka Aniwu, doctoral student in social work and psychology again, for me, I was in, as an undergrad. I actually worked at our Black Cultural Center. And so, like these kind of spaces are so salient and important to me because that was important in cultivating my identity and creating a space for me to um, be an advocate um, for my people and for my community. Um, and I think that when I came to Michigan, I was actually surprised by how, strategic the students were so i think that in in my undergraduate years people were angry and frustrated and would resist but the the clarity that students had um using one being savvy using both social media and kind of in-person protests to get their their to share their experiences to talk about the struggles of what it meant to be a black student on campus and then also um advocate for concrete things That would improve the black community and not just the black community's experience but the full campus community Um, so i think being here um and being able to witness the um bbum movement um both online and seeing it in person and you know hearing what students how students were dealing with the pain um of being marginalized and being underrepresented but also you know advocating with with clear concrete goals I think it was definitely inspiring. Um, and it just shows that there's something powerful about students at Michigan. I mean, Michigan has this legacy from the black action movements, um, the multiple black action movements. It has a legacy of, of black resistance that, that shape actual change and not just change here across the, the world really. Um, so I think that's just a testament. This center is a testament to what that legacy of activism produces.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Daily Weekly. Again, I'm your host, Catherine Newhan. This episode was produced by audio engineer Ryan Cox, executive producer Catherine Newhan, producers John Koonin, Josh Sadikoff, and Sonia Vogel. Special thanks to content creators Yvonne Yao, Julia Maddy, and Shreya Dada.